بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين Continuing with the sublime etiquettes and character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The gist which Imam Ghazali rahimullah has written Regarding the conveyance of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He writes Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would According to circumstances, sometimes ride a horse, sometimes a camel, sometimes a mule, sometimes a donkey. Sometimes Allah's Nabi wasallam would go around walking barefooted, sometimes without a chadar, without an amama, without a topi. Allah's Nabi wasallam would go to the far corners of Medina Munawwara to visit the sick. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam loved good smells and he disliked foul smells. He had the habit of sitting amongst the poor and the needy. He would honor the people of character due to their character. He would make comfortable the honorable people of every nation with his kindness and favors. He would fulfill the rights of his relatives and family, but he would never give them preference over those who were more virtuous. He would never treat anyone with harshness and in an ill-mannered way. Hazrat Mufti Shafi Sahib writes, to get angry with someone or to give punishment within the limits of the Sharia, at the times when the laws of the Sharia are trampled, that is not included in having a bad temperament. In fact, in fact this is important for the rectifying of the character of the one that has done evil. However, it must be within the Shariat and it must be because of something having been done against the Shariat. Continuing, Imam Ghazali rahimullah writes, Whoever made an excuse to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would accept it. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would also joke. However, nothing contrary to the truth would ever emerge from his blessed lips. He would laugh but was never excessive in the sound of his laughter. Rather his laughter was more was merely a smile. If Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw in front of him permissible games, he would not prevent it. Hazrat Mufti Shafi sahib writes, Permissible games are those which are played for strength and alertness to the body, for the preparation of jihad or for the removal of tiredness from the body in which there is no permissible act. But impermissible acts will mean gambling or the exposure of the private parts. In the ahadith, archery, swimming, wrestling, fencing have been liked. The jurors have also included playing with the ball, etc. The condition is that in any fencing, the wrestling must not be done with even the knees exposed. And playing ball should not be done in the manner of the kuffar and sinners. If these conditions are not adhered to, these games will also become impermissible. Continuing, Imam Ghazali rahimullah writes, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would race with his wives during journeys at times when there was no fear of being seen by others unveiled. Sometimes voices would be raised in the presence of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He would exercise patience. 
This was the beautiful character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That when voices were raised in front of him, he would remain patient. Otherwise, this was not appropriate for the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Thus, Almighty Allah revealed its prohibition. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu la tuqaddimu bayna yadayillahi wa rasoolihi. Till the end, where Almighty Allah forbade them from raising their voices in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's house, there were a few camels and goats. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his family would live on its milk. He had a few slave boys and girls. He would not keep them at a lower level than himself in eating and in clothing. They would be kept as an equal. In some narrations it is mentioned that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would actually sit and eat with his slaves. He also commanded, feed your slaves what you eat and clothe them what you wear. These practices of humility and noble character are mustahab. They are not wajib. On condition that the slave, the worker, is not in dire need of food or clothing. Because then feeding and clothing them according to necessity will be compulsory. One who goes contrary to this will be a sinner. When these were the actions of Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam towards slaves whom he owned, over whom he had control. How sad it is that today's Muslims do not treat their workers in this manner. The best of foods are prepared by the cook, but this poor person gets nothing besides the smoke and fire. After preparations, even the fragrance of the food is not brought near him. It is a point of good character that a little bit of each dish of food should be given to him. Also, whatever work is given to a worker, his strength and rest must also be taken into consideration. May Allah Tabarukta bless us through the barakah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with husna akhlaq, noble character. And through this noble character, may Almighty Allah accept us and make us amongst his beloved and amongst his accepted slaves. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين